Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm PPC Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman, and this is a podcast where we talk about all things online marketing, digital marketing for for attorneys. And uh, everything's going good in, in my world. I'm recording this on August 22nd, 2020. And you all, a lot of you are business owners. I'm a business owner, and it's just uh, it's a nice feeling when you've got everything running smoothly and that's the way it's been at least the last couple days and really enjoyed my Friday really enjoying my Saturday today and uh, just having a good day it's uh, I got a birthday coming up some people would say I'm old some people would say I'm young right in the middle there and um, gonna have a nice little birthday dinner tonight woke up to a little little piece of business dangled in front of me little opportunity and so that was a nice little bonus to a Saturday and we'll see what happens with that. But overall, just a really good day. So thanks for being here. Uh, I've got a couple, couple easy website tips for attorneys. Now websites, 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 that is where it all happens for, in my opinion, for law firms when it comes to digital marketing, online marketing. So over time here on this podcast, we'll talk about all forms of marketing. We'll talk about listing sites. We'll talk about search ads. We'll talk about display ads, YouTube, social media ads, content, SEO, backlinking. We'll talk about it all. Uh, But where does everything happen? What's the central hub in all this kind of stuff you're trying to do online to get get more clients? It all comes back to the website. So the website is is very important and it should be, in my opinion, again, looked at something as a business asset that you're continually improving and growing and, and, and getting more results from. And I use the word asset because what, what are, what do assets do? Assets are supposed to produce cash. And if you do it right, that's what a law firm website can do. It can help you get more organic traffic clients that eventually turn into cash will help you get more it will help you run more effective marketing campaigns that will bring in more clients that will eventually turn into cash so the the website can be an asset that can produce cash and it's something that's very important it's a central hub of everything you're trying to do online so it should be something you you think a lot about something you are constantly trying to improve and and get better results from. So with that said, I'm always looking at websites. I'm always looking at a website as a thing to improve. And sometimes you do major, major work on it. And then sometimes there's just easy things you can do uh, to help move the odds in your favor of having successful results with your online marketing, including organic. And just a couple easy website tips we're going to go through today that actually will and can make a big meaningful difference, but they're not that hard to do at all. Um, But the first kind of general point here is from time to time, attorneys should go to their websites, put themselves in the user's shoes, and go through your website in that kind of mindset as opposed to either never going to your website if that's not something you do or, or not going to their, not going there with the conscious mindset of, of acting like a potential client. So it's just, it's a really good 
exercise just like really just once a quarter, a couple times a year to just go to your website, search for your law firm name, see what's on there on the search results, see where you show up, what's going on there. Do you have a Google My Business listing? Is everything looking accurate? All that kind of stuff. Does it look attractive? Your listing to to a potential client when you put yourself in their shoes and then go to your website, click on your website, put yourself there, scroll through your website in the mindset of someone who's never heard of you before or someone that a friend recommended or someone that just did a search and they found you organically or through an ad. What does your website feel like? Are you able to accomplish everything you want to accomplish on your website as a potential client? Is it easy to contact you to become a a prospect for you to become a lead put yourself in the mindset of of the customer and as i was doing that for a couple clients over the last couple weeks i ran into two situations where the attorneys had not caught these things because they're not thinking about it but as someone who was like a new client someone who was putting themselves in the in the new client's shoes and that mindset i found these two issues so number one Go to your website on mobile, and what you want to fi- find out here is, are all the phone numbers listed on your website on mobile clickable? So if you go to a website right now, um, and it's a business website, and you see a phone number on there, most likely, if you click on that number, a little pop-up box will pop up on your phone that says, do you want to call this number? It's a clickable phone number on mobile. You click on the phone number to call, click to call. It's a clickable phone number on mobile. But when I was on this client's website the other week, we're running ads, we're spending real good money there, and the conversion rate's not what we want it to be. I'm going through my audit process. What the hell? Why aren't your phone numbers clickable? Make those clickable. So that's what we found. And it turns out they were clickable on either Chrome or Safari and not on the other one. So what you want to do with this practice here, go through your website on mobile, go through every single time your phone number is listed on your website, footer, header, homepage, contact page, whatever, and make sure that you can click on that phone number and it pulls up a phone call on your phone. And you want to test both in Safari, which is Apple, the default search engine, Safari, iPhones. And then you also want to test in Chrome, which some iPhone users put on their phone and use. And then All the Android users, Android phones, Google, they all use Google Chrome. So Safari and Chrome are the main ones you want to test it on, those two browsers. And if your phone numbers are not clickable, you'll see that's a real bad user experience because you're already on the phone. So it's not like on desktop where you can look at the number on the site and then hold the phone in your hand and dial the number while you're looking at it on the site. It's a little trickier on a phone to do that because you're already on your phone. So do you really think someone's going to click on an ad for you as a car accident attorney, go to your website, see that your phone number's there, try to click on it, not find that it's clickable, and then flip to their phone app, start dialing the first three numbers, click back to their browser, get the next three numbers, dial those in the phone app, click back to the browser, get the last four numbers, dial those in the phone app, and then call you. Or do you think they're just going to flip back to Google and click on the next person's ad that has a much more functional, usable website? Or do you think they're going to hover or hold their thumb down on your phone number, copy it, 
and then paste that in their in their phone app. Give me a break. Of course they're not going to do that. What they're going to do is they're going to click back to Google and go, okay, this guy's website sucks. I, I can't even contact him. I'm going back to Google. There's tons of other options there, both ads and organically. I'm going to call the next person. So that's where it can it can crush you, can crush your conversion results, uh, conversion rates, if all your phone numbers aren't clickable. And again, you need to be checking Safari and Chrome. It's a little thing, but hey, little things add up. And advertising for turning keywords, those are expensive. You can put a lot of efforts into SEO, try to get organic traffic. But if you don't have the good central hub, if your website isn't there to help you and it hurts you because of things like non-clickable phone numbers, um, you're just you're just moving those odds not in your favor. So you want to do everything you can do to move odds in your favor of getting good conversion rates and getting clients from whatever whatever kind of online marketing you're doing or investing in. So that's kind of the first easy tip, and you can do it yourself. Go through your website, see where it's clickable or not, Safari and Chrome. Again, we're talking mobile. And then if you have an issue, your web person should be able to figure that out. That's just very, very simple uh, coding. It's very simple standard stuff to have clickable phone numbers. You just tell them you want your phone numbers uh, clickable, click to, click to call. And I'll have a link in the show notes here. Uh, it goes to a Google page, and it, it kind of walks you through the coding behind this. And I think the code, it's, it's this... Uh, well, it's this little piece of HTML or whatever, and they walk you through it. And I think, uh, I think it's pretty easy. I've run into this a couple times with clients, and all we do is that we email their web person and we say, "Hey, we want phone numbers that are click to click to call," and uh, they get it done very easily. So it's good best practice to go through your website and make sure that is something that your website does. Okay, so here's another easy, easy thing you can do on your website where, again, you're just putting your odds in your favor of getting good results. And that is making sure that there are content pages on your website. You know, they could be blog articles or they could be service pages, but you want to have pages on your website that talk about the types of law that you handle. And you want to do this uh, for two reasons. Number one, um, it's good for just user experience. It's good for if someone ends up on your site, no matter how they end up there, and they're looking for a very particular kind of injury case, or they're looking for a particular kind of immigration legal service, or they're looking for a particular kind of family law specialty. If you don't, if if you do that and it's a big part of your practice, but you don't list it on your website, how is how is the person supposed to know you do that service? So, the first step you would want to do is like if you have a homepage and you have a very small website, you know, bullet point list of the kinds of areas you practice the law in. So, so if your family law, the different kinds of family law situations that you provide services for, provide legal work for. Uh, but even better uh, would be to have pages, service pages. And the second reason besides user experience and just good business practice to let people know what you do uh, is for SEO. And SEO is made up of two things, which we'll talk about a lot in the future, content on the site and also uh, linking, people, uh, backlinks, links you have going to your website. Those are the two major components, as I understand it. And... 
as far as content goes, if you if you're a divorce attorney and one of your big areas is grandparent rights or one of your big er- areas is custody cases and you want to be showing up for searches in Des Moines, Iowa for grandparents rights attorney Des Moines, Iowa custody attorneys, custody case, custody battle attorneys in Des Moines, Iowa. If you want to have a chance on showing up on that organically, you've got to tell Google that's what you do. Um, And if you have a page that's dedicated to grandparents' right or custody battles or however you say it, custody law, that's you not only telling the users that you offer that service and they should ask about it and they're in the right place and all that kind of stuff, but that's also you telling Google, hey, I do grandparents' rights cases. I'm the grandparents' rights attorney in Des Moines, Iowa. So if someone in Des Moines searches grandparents' rights attorneys, I'm, I'm going to give myself a chance to show up there organically. And if you don't have that page, if you're not sending those signals to Google, how are they supposed to know? So it, it doesn't accomplish everything. Like uh, just because if you're an injury lawyer, just because you have a motorcycle accident page, in a very competitive large city, it doesn't mean someone does a search motorcycle accident lawyers, Miami, and you're going to show up there number one, or even on the first page. It doesn't mean that what it does mean is that you at least give yourself a chance. You at least put yourself in the game and then you can do things from there. Having a really good website, having a really good online, uh, PR strategy, a good online, uh, marketing strategy, a good organic strategy, good content strategy, and maybe you'll get there one day. But if you don't even have the, the service page on your website, you're not even on the dance floor. So that's why having these pages on your site for things you want people to know you do, the kinds of law you practice, and you want them to be aware of, if you don't have pages on your site for that, you're, you're not putting the odds in your favor. And so, again, just because you have the grandparents' rights page on your site, it doesn't mean you're going to rank for that organically, but it means you have a chance now, and you're in the game. And so, a good practice would be go through your website, look at your website, look at it as a new client, put yourself in that mindset, and just ask yourself, hey, are the kinds of cases I want to be getting, the kinds of law that I practice, the kinds of cases my clients hire me to help them with, are those listed on my website or not? And if they're not, it is not a monumental task to get service pages completed for your website. It's just not. So it's it's a little bit more involved than just changing a phone number from non-clickable to clickable, but it's not like adding a whole new website or something like that. It's just adding a page. And so uh, that's a good kind of best practice to go through. And it's for those two reasons. It's one, to let people know they're in the right place, good business practice. And then two, uh, it at least gives you a chance with SEO and and puts you on the dance floor. When you're telling Google you offer these services, you perform work on these kind of cases. So those are two easy website tips for attorneys. Uh, I hope those are helpful. And also do that best practice a couple times a year. Go through your website Try to use it, use your website as uh, a new client would. See if the information you want is on there. See if the functionality that you want people to experience is on there. Make it easy to contact you, make phone numbers clickable, all that kind of stuff. Does the, does the, does the site work fast? This is all good best practice stuff. 
and um, and it's something you want to be doing kind of on a regular basis because again, that website it is it is an asset and it is a central hub to everything you're trying to do uh, with your online marketing. So it really can, uh, when done correctly and, and time and money is invested into it properly, it can become a real asset and it can help you continually just move the odds higher and higher uh, that you're going to have success with your online marketing efforts, whatever those are, and and help you get a lot of uh, a lot of clients from all that online activity. So with that said, I want to thank you for listening to, the, to today's episode. I will be back soon with another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And I will see you next time here on the Law Firm PPC podcast.